eBay Motors is here for the ride. Elbow grease and a whole lot of love transformed 100,000 miles in a body full of rust into a drive entirely its own. LED headlights, spoilers, whatever you need. eBay Motors has it at affordable prices. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, it's guaranteed to fit your ride every time. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. Pulling up to Mickey D's just for drinks? Oh yeah, that's me. Nothing extra, just perfection and a straw. Coming in hot for the coldest cups on the block. Because there are drinks. Then there are drinks from McDonald's. Mix things up with any size lemonade or sweet tea for $1.49. Perfect with our classic fries. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. This is CarPro USA with Jerry Reynolds, the man they call the CarPro. Jerry was in the car business for over 35 years and won USA Today's Dealer of the Year Award twice. Kevin McCarthy is his sidekick. He's a Radio Hall of Famer and won the most throat lozenges used in a year award twice. (laughs) So sit back and enjoy straight talk and honest answers about everything automotive on CarPro USA. So happy Halloween to you. Hope you have a great Halloween weekend. And if you're uh, taking kids out trick-or-treating, please be safe out there. I will be home with my puppy handing out candy and uh, seeing how she reacts to all that with people dressed up in masks and things. She'll love it. She loves everybody. Are you going to dress up? What? Are you going to dress up? It sounded like you said, am I going to dress up? Yes, for Halloween. No. You're just going to be a resident in the home. Yeah, I'm going to just hand out candy to the cute little kids. You're not going to dress up like that? No, I am not dressing up. I refuse. Okay. So there's that. So if you want to talk to me, let's talk about what your car situation is. 800-926-7777. Let me break it down for you. Real, real simple. Okay. Right now, if you've got a late model trade in, no matter what it is, it's worth a ton of money. So some people get get concerned about, you know, hey, am I going to have to pay MSRP for a car? Probably, because right now MSRP is a good deal. But if You've got a car that's a late model trade-in that's probably worth five to seven thousand dollars more than it was back in June, and so if you pay MSRP for most cars, you're paying typically fifteen hundred to two thousand dollars more now than you could have before the chip shortage. Okay, so we got five to seven thousand or more on your trade. You're going to pay two thousand more for a new car at the most, most likely. So how much are we ahead? Math quick. Three thousand. Well, let's do the numbers again. Five thousand. Well, you five three thousand to, to five more. three to five thousand. <laughs> yes. Okay. So you're that much ahead. Now if you don't have a trade in, you know, and you can wait until this is over, probably first quarter of next year, that's probably your best move. But if you've got a trade in, for goodness sake. Don't miss this bubble because just like all bubbles, they burst. 
Uh, the used car market changes fast. I've seen drastic swings in prices from one week to the next. And if if you miss it, it'll never be this way again. I, I just can't envision uh, after 35 years plus in the auto industry, what I'm seeing right now has never happened before. So what about the theory that because fewer new cars are being sold this year and last year, fewer cars being leased and everything, the rent car fleets weren't buying as many cars, et cetera, et cetera. So there will still be fewer used cars coming on the market in the next 12 months or so. Will that not prop up the prices like they are now? No, I don't think it will. The market Markets always stabilize, and the used car markets are no different than anything else. I mean, there is – what we're going to see first, and we'll see it from General Motors here shortly, um, a lot of vehicles are already built but don't have microchips. So they're going to – right now there's a lot of 2021s that haven't even – begun to get to the dealers yet so there's going to be a flood of 2021s on the market between now and the end of the year same with ford ford's got 50,000 trucks built and they got to put chips in them and they're still kicking around the idea of shipping the trucks the way they are and let the dealers put the chips in dealers want to, don't want to do that no dealers do want to do that really yes they would rather have a vehicle setting there that you can see and buy even if you don't know for sure when you're going to get it. Oh, that makes sense. <laughs> Thank They'd you. have something to put in their parking lots. Right. Yeah. Exactly. Bingo. So that's kind of the that's kind of the lowdown. Again, if you've got a trade, boy, please don't miss out. People are going to call me and say uh, next year, you know, in, in the first quarter and say, I got something to trade. Well, I wish you'd have done it back in – 2021 sometime because you'd be in a lot better shape. If you've got a lease ending right now, depending on your lease company, now's the time for that. If you get a car totaled out, boy, you're setting pretty as far as the value. But then you got to turn around and buy something. So it's it, that's why we got to talk. Every situation is different. 800-926-7777. And we talked to Shelby in San Clemente, California. Shelby, what can I do for you? Good morning. I have a 2015 uh, Jeep Grand Cherokee, and I just turned 68,000 miles on it. And I'm kind of in the uh, market for a midsize luxury SUV. Right. And I want to know, number one, what your recommendation was would be for that. And uh, I'm a young 70-year-old, and should I lease? Yeah, you know, I... Given the miles that you drive, you've got 68,000 on a six-year-old car. A 12,000-mile-a-year lease would be perfect for you and give you a little bit of cushion on the mileage. And that's the only thing to really worry about with a lease. Uh, The other thing you want to do is make sure that you don't trade your Grand Cherokee in and put all that money down on a lease, okay? Because at at the end of the lease – Whatever you put down is gone. So if you've got a clear title 2015 Jeep Grand Cherokee in this market, the way it is right now, you you definitely want to use the money and save it. You, you've got enough value there to make the lease payments for three years, most likely. So I would lease, I would lease an RX 350. I would wait until probably the middle of November 
because we're going to see whether they do December the Lexus December to Remember sale, which always brings the best lease deals of the year, Shelby. So we want to make sure those are in effect. And, and if you want to trade it in, you can't. Just have the dealer buy it from you instead of showing it as a trade-in. In other words, two separate transactions. Buy at least the Lexus and then sell them your Grand Cherokee. And you want to take advantage of this market. I've got two really good Lexus dealers at my website. But I think RX350, besides being a spectacular SUV, it always has the best lease factors involved. And if they get better in November, and I think they will, um, I mean, Lexus has done this sale for 25 straight years before this year. They did it last year, even in the midst of COVID. So I think they'll do it again. But use my dealers. They'll, they'll certainly save you money, and they'll treat you right and be more than fair with you. CarProUSA.com is my website. Click on Find Your Car Pro, and you'll be on your way to a great deal. And your timing is really good right now. That Jeep's worth a lot of money. Find the car, truck, or SUV that really fits how you drive. Call the Car Pro at 1 800 926 7777. Got a quiz for you. You got a quiz for me? Yeah. God, I haven't had a pop quiz in a long time. Well, it's time. Okay. What percentage of accidents happen at night? Now, bear in mind, there's a lot less cars on the road at night. So what percentage of, I'm sorry, I I phrased it wrong. What percentage of fatal accidents occur at night? I would guess, since you have the obvious dangers of nighttime driving that you wrote about in this week's newsletter. I did. Plus, you have. Let me see if you read it. Plus, you have more people consuming alcohol at 11 o'clock at night than 11 o'clock in the morning. I'll take a WAG. Yeah. 70%. It's 50%, but that that hit me really high because of the lack of traffic at night. But that's what NHTSA says is going on. Yeah, you you don't have rush hour at night. No, you don't. But it it seems like it... in my old days, when I used to be leaving bars at 2 o'clock in the morning, <laughs> yes. there was a big bunch of rush. Oh, yeah. You know, and police sitting outside the bars just waiting to see someone who was weaving a little bit, <laughs> which is a good thing. I mean, you know, Jerry, the, the number of accidents you see that occur at 3 o'clock in the morning that are fatalities or serious injuries, you can almost always say alcohol involved. Oh, for sure. Reminds me about the drunk that stumbled out of the bars, fumbled, lost his keys, couldn't get in the car, and and drove off, you know, at two o'clock in the morning, weaving, and a cop had been watching for him. Okay, mm-hmm. he had been, t- so he pulls him over. Guy's sober as a judge. Okay, and he ain't even had a drink, and the cop goes, gives him the test. You know, he goes, how, how do you how do you do so good on this? You'd look like you were drunk. And he goes, I'm the designated I'm decoy. the designated decoy. <laughs> I knew I was gonna blow the punchline. Yeah. Well, uh, Phil San Clemente, welcome. 
Hey, how you doing, Jerry? Good, Phil. What's up? Hey. Um, I called you once before. I'm a golf cart dealer down in Southern California. I got like 10 trucks. Yeah. And uh, I got the older ones. Uh, they're all diesel. 90% of them are diesel. I got two gas ones. But 90% of the uh, diesel ones, they're, you know, 08. And uh, I got uh, actually an 05. We're going to be having trouble registering them. And as far as trade-in value, they don't give you nothing because it's California. So I'm kind of looking to figure out what to do. And I've got one dually that's got very low mileage, and it's almost brand new. We don't use it that much. We just use it for towing. Is the so 05, like, is the 05 a Ford? Yeah, the 05 is a Ford. Uh, it's a 550. So you got the 6-liter. Yeah, I got a 550, and then I got a 450, which uh, is in the shop, but we're going to just get rid of that. All right. And then um, this, is, that, uh, this is easy. That we're still running. This is easy. The diesels are bringing big bucks right now, and in spite of what you think, especially the lower mileage ones, and that 550 is very rare to, to have one of those. So what I want you to do, and you'll be happy you did it, is go to givemethevin.com slash carpro. Givemethevin.com slash carpro. You're going to have to enter these trucks separately, but it takes about five minutes. You know, give them some pictures, tell them all the good and all the bad, and you'll get real, real good offers. These guys are out of Texas, but they've got a buying center in Southern California. So what they'll do is they'll come to you with checks in their hands. You hand them the titles, and they take them away. And it's the simplest, easiest thing in the world, and they are great, great diesel buyers. So that's the way to do that. I'm sorry? It's not going to matter because of the 08. No. The 08s are going out. They don't care. They don't care. They'll probably ship them to Texas and sell them down here where, you know, where the market's even better. Um, but, yeah. but they're the best buyers I know of them, especially on trucks. Yeah. Well, I've got, I just got the, in the middle of the pandemic, I went out to Ford over here and bought another three fifty flatbed and got a sweet deal on that because she wasn't selling trucks. And I asked her for another one two months ago. She says, good luck is twice as much and, uh, high finance. Yeah, and like, and you you're probably going to wait for a good long while too. Yeah, yeah. So yeah, yeah it's yeah. it's a, it's weird times right now. I'm telling you, I've never seen anything like it in my career, and I thought I had seen everything, you know. And and poor poor people at the car dealerships and the auto manufacturers dealing with COVID last year shutdowns. You know, get out, get through that, and come back this spring to a chip shortage. Holy cow. I appreciate the call very much, Phil. Do that, and you will be very happy with the end results. 800-926-7770. The reason I brought up the nighttime driving story is daylight savings time changes next week. Next week. Next week. Take the guesswork out of your next car lease or purchase. Call the car pro at 1-800-926-7777. Steve in Thousand Oaks, California. You're up next, pal. What can I help you with? How are you guys doing today? Doing great, man. What's up? Great, great. You're my morning ritual: coffee, donuts, and Jerry. Anyway, okay. <laughs> Thank you, Steve. Um, 
I, I want to get a hybrid, and I don't want to do electric, and I just want to get your opinion. I drove a brand-new Honda CRV hybrid, um, and I just wanted your opinion um, about that particular vehicle. You know, I'm a big Honda fan. Uh, I've admired them for so many years because of the kind of cars they built, you know, and they never tried to get out of their lane. They never tried to, to you know, be as sporty as some other car companies. Uh, but, you know, this hybrid, I think, is going to be okay. The last time they tried a hybrid, it was horrible. And I will tell you personally, if I were buying a hybrid SUV, it'd be a Toyota. And I do like the okay. Honda. But the, the track record of the Toyotas with hybrids, I mean, they invented hybrids. They were the first. The Prius has been out 20 years, and nobody even knew what to think when that car came out. Look at it today. Uh, their system, their battery life is far superior to anything else out there right now that I know of, at least. Uh, but again, I think this CRV, if that's what you want, I think it'd be fine. I just think if you want a vehicle that's going to go a long, long time with very few problems, I think it's the Toyota. And I'd look at the RAV4. All right, my friend. Thanks so much. You are so welcome. Um, you know, it's just hard to dispute the history with Toyota hybrids. You know, I tell people all the time, they say, well, I'm thinking about a hybrid. Who's got the best hybrid? And I think, well, you know, right now, there's no question. Toyota is the boss. And we just got word, it was in this week's newsletter, that Lexus uh, is fixing to introduce their very first plug-in hybrid. The new XS, our Lexus dealer in Dallas, uh, Chris Bruner, the general manager, he is just gaga over what he's seen of that so far. Oh, it's going to be a huge hit. Uh, and, you know, Lexus has got their, the Toyota hybrid system in it. Right, and, of course. You know, if you look at RAV4, Prime, uh, and the other plug-in hybrids that Toyota's got, man, they're they're great. You know, they've got good range. Uh, so, you know, if you uh, haven't subscribed to the newsletter, go to carprousa.com at the bottom of the page and do it today. Getting the wrong vehicle is like marrying the wrong person. Meet the right car now at 1-800-926-7777. This Hour of Car Pro USA is brought to you by my friends at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Thank O'Reilly Auto Parts for all your car care needs. They're close, convenient, and they're known for guaranteed everyday low prices and excellent customer service from professional parts people that you can trust. I know I do. Stop by your local O'Reilly Auto Parts today or visit their website. It's O'ReillyAuto.com. Don't forget to search for the flux capacitor. Yes. That's fun. That is, that is fun. <laughs> Your list of the best-selling large luxury cars so far this year in the newsletter this week. Uh, no real surprise. The Mercedes S-Class on top by 2,000 uh, uh, sales over the uh, Porsche Taycan. Did I get it right? Taycan? Taycan. That's the electric. That's all electric, yes. And very fast. What concern me, I'm a Jaguar fan. I know Jaguar is, you know has its issues, but they only sold their best selling sedan was the XJ and they only sold 28 of them so far this year. Is that company going to stay viable? 
Well, they they dropped the XJ about a year and a half ago. Oh, so they're still selling the remnants? Yes. <laughs> yeah. Okay. There were, there were a few left over. All right. It always happens. But are they going to keep doing their sedans, or are they going to move to cross uh, SUVs uh, like everybody else? I imagine they'll keep a midsize sedan, but I think they're probably out of the large. No uh, XJLs sedan. anymore? No, uh, probably not. No. Uh, but, you know, they're having success with the F-Pace for sure. Yeah, uh, it's it's doing well. It's doing very well, and if you didn't subscribe yet, you'd be surprised what you'll find out from our free weekly newsletter. And you got to see my five minute or so video of the week about things that go wrong in car washes. It's amazing. <laughs> it's amazing. <laughs> subscribe today. We'll get this one to you today. Next week, we'll have the. Uh, Next Friday, when the new one, new newsletter comes out, I'll have the October sales results for you. And we'll also have results of the big, big event that happens here in Texas, the Texas Auto Riders Texas Truck Rodeo. Those winners are going to be announced on Tuesday. We'll have those for you in the Friday newsletter, so you can take a look at those as well. Right now, though, we're going to go to Winston in Pasadena, California. Winston, welcome. Good afternoon, Jerry. Thanks for taking my call. You bet, pal. I had a question about, <laughs> had a question about what kind of electric car is spacious enough for a six foot five gentleman like me? It's going to have to be a Tesla uh, Model Three. Okay. Got a ton of headroom. I mean, they were really good about headroom at Tesla. Uh, and they're good cars, you know. I, <clears throat> I I can't think of another one. The Porsche is not going to fit you. It's low-profile roof. Uh, you're going to bump your head every time you get in. It, it's just going to have to be a Tesla. <laughs> okay. And, they're, right. and they're great cars. They're great cars. Um, awesome. You might awesome. consider, is this your first electric car? No, this one will be my first electric car, yes. Okay, you might consider going with a used one first just to make sure okay. that you're, you know, it's going to work for you. And I say that for only one reason, Winston. I see so many low-mileage Teslas run through the auction that I'm, I'm mystified as to why. And I'm going to have to find oh, out. Wow. Uh, when I can't tell you the big numbers of people that get rid of a 3,000, 4,000 mile, 5,000 mile Tesla, uh, you know, and, and so they've bought it and then they've, they find out maybe that it doesn't work for them, uh, or the range, or they don't like having to charge it every night or something along those lines. And I don't know. I just think. Right now, it, on your first electric, if you're going to get a Tesla, I would I would certainly consider a used one. Let me give you a website that I discovered by accident uh, some years ago, and it's EV, EV like electric vehicle dash CPO dash I'm sorry dot com EV dash CPO dot com. Right now. On that website, there is 226 Model S's, 325 Model 3's, which is probably going to have the most headroom, 174 Model X's, and two Model Y's. So there are plenty of them out there, and you can pocket some savings. And then if it doesn't work out, you're not going to get hurt real bad. 
Thank you. Thank you, Jerry. All right, buddy. You take care. And Pete in Cypress, Texas. Pete, welcome. Good afternoon, gentlemen. Hi, thank you. I just want to to reinforce what you guys have been saying because I bought a brand-new 1794 Toyota pickup back in 19. In the last two or three months, I've been getting repeated phone calls from the dealership wanting to buy my truck back. Yeah. Like, what are you guys going to do? Y'all going to come take me to work every day or something? <laughs> so, so then I get a letter from the general manager from the dealership about, I don't know, two weeks ago. So I, I called the sales guy that, that sold me my truck and said, Hey, what's going on? Don't beat around the bush with me. You know, what's happening. And he started telling me what was going on, some of the issues. So, and I said, okay, well, I purchased that 1794 with the intent of keeping it. So he calls me a few days later and says a, a truck that might meet my standards came in. And that, that morning it was a, uh, a platinum Toyota. It was not a 1794. So make a long story short, I go to the dealership without any intent just to inquire. And guys, I got to tell you, you would not believe the amount of money they gave me for us, a 19. 19- 1794 with 29,000 miles on it. It means obscene the amount of money I got. Was it more and, Was it more than you paid for it new? It was probably 6,000 less, to be honest with you. So that's and that's I cheap driving. I not believe it. Yeah. That was, yeah. I mean, so I to me, it was a no-brainer to go ahead and get the new one. And I got the Platinum, and, of course, they wouldn't let me leave there without taking that Platinum home. I got to take it in Monday to get it, I guess, make ready and get the you know the side uh, the side rails put on, the cover and all that. But the yeah. bottom line is I just want to reinforce what you guys are saying. Well, it's true. I, I've never seen anything like it, and I would bet you money that they had your 1794 on their website within an hour. Uh, are you serious? <laughs> I mean, you know, if you've got a highly desirable trade-in right now, you can get a better deal on a new vehicle just to get for for to give up your trade, you know. And I, I keep telling yeah. people that, uh, you know, new cars are going to be plentiful again someday, but right now they're not. And used ones are bringing crazy money, like you just. I mean, you drove a beautiful truck for well over two years for six thousand dollars. That is cheap yeah. driving. That, that's correct, and that's exactly the way I look at it. And when I go to that dealership, when I went there, the only two cars on on the showroom floor. One was that that platinum truck, and this other hybrid. So they drove it out to let me test drive it. They drove it. <laughs> I, I couldn't believe it. But well, it I just again, you guys are on target, and I and I hope people take heed in that because it is definitely out there. Pete, thank you for for sharing that. It is it is the way it is right now. It won't be that way in the future. Uh, I promise you. But right now, it is a seller's market as far as clean trade-ins. And I appreciate you sharing that story. 800-926-7777. That's the phone number here, carprousa.com. That's the website. If you don't know a turbo from a turbine, call CarPro USA now at 1-800-926-7777. This is CarPro USA, and if you're driving a Ford, a Hyundai, a Genesis, a Jeep, a Ram, or a Volvo, guess what? You got mail. 
you got mail, but you don't have the mail yet. No, of course not. But the mail about the recall that if you have a particular vehicle of the brand, will get to you when it gets to you. And it'll be a while. But the information about the recall is in our newsletter this week. And it's always that. Every week when we put the recalls in the newsletter, it's before the dealers or the owners of the cars know about it. Well, certainly the owners of the cars. um, Dealers might know. The reason to, yeah, the reason to, you know, to, to check and see if your car's got a recall is so you can get in line at your dealership service department for the parts for parts if parts are necessary uh sometimes you'll get a recall that parts are not necessary but they still don't know the factory hasn't sent out information on how to do the fix so if you get in line if you let them know hey every dealership starts a list when a recall comes along i want to be on the list and be first at li- first on the list and that's helpful information. Just saves you time. And let's talk to Carla in Conroe, Texas. Carla, what can I do for you? Hi, Jerry. How are you doing? I'm good, kiddo. What's up? Well, thank you for all you've done for me. I have another question for you. Sure. Actually, I have. It's probably a dual question. Um, I'm wondering if I've made a mistake, and I'm wondering if maybe I should reverse this. Um, I have a friend who has a motorhome, and the two of us went together and bought a, in May, we did this in May, we bought a 2011 uh, Toyota RAV4. It was pristine, uh, new tires, everything was great. We bought it from a dealer. It had 183,000 miles on it. it we paid twelve five for it. Uh, we wanted to finance rather than take money out of retirement, and so Toyota financed it, but we're at... <laughs> I'm embarrassed to tell you, 7.9, okay? So we bought this thing mainly because it was a front-wheel drive, and we could put it on a dolly and pull it behind the motorhome. Right. Okay? We're hardly using it. So my question is, did we pay too much for it? Uh, There's nothing wrong with it. It runs fine, and we just needed something reliable for when we were traveling. Uh, Since we're not using it a lot, is it worth more than we paid for it? under these conditions or should we just hang on to it and just pay it off keep it well i think i think you could get your money back on it right now uh you know at the time you bought it i would say you probably did overpay uh just because of the miles the mileage is going to scare a lot of potential buyers off uh but given the market i think you're probably sitting pretty in it and and i gotta tell you for a 10 year old used car 7.9% 7.9% not all that bad. It's really not. Really? Because the older the car, the higher the interest rate. It's always been that way because yeah. it's a riskier loan because so many people, when they when they finance a car, they're having trouble making payments, and then they have a mechanical problem that's you know more money than they can spend, and they just give them back. So everybody pays that bill. I mean, we all pay it if we buy an older car. Uh, I wouldn't get rid of it. You know, you say it was that clean. I'm sure it's been very well cared for if it's, you know, if it's that clean. It was one owner. Yeah. Yeah, it was one owner, and they had all the service records and everything. It's it's pristine. It really is. It looks, I mean, if you didn't know it was a 2011, you'd think it was brand new. What I would do is talk to your bank or if you have a credit union about refinancing it at a lower rate. 
you can probably get, even if you get a personal note and just put the title up for collateral, you can probably get a three or three and a half percent rate. Just don't, don't stretch the term out. If, if you've got 24 months left, do it for 24 months at the lower rate or even fewer months. I hope that helps, Carla. Buying and leasing are two very different things. Call the car pro and find out which is right for you. 1-800-926-7777. So in California, a gentleman named James wanted a new CX-5 Mazda. And since Tustin Mazda is the closest car pro dealer to where he lives, 200 miles away, <laughs> he reached out to our car pro, Jim Feinstein, through our website. They talked for about 20 minutes about the packages, trim level, color that his wife wanted. And when James made the drive to Tustin through four counties and L.A. traffic, Jim called him a couple of times while he was still searching for the perfect Mazda for him while he was on the way to the dealership. Oh, wow. Then right before he got to the dealership, Jim called him to tell him he had found exactly what he was looking for, gave him the price over the phone, test drive after he got to the dealership, before he could even download the Mazda app on his phone. Jim had him in the F&I office supervising things, finalizing everything on the perfect CX-5 that also had couple of options he didn't have on his must-have list, leather and a moonroof at the same price as the one he was looking for without those options. Well, there you go. That Jim just said, okay, you can have this for what the, the other one was going to cost. Wow. Our listener said he couldn't be happier unless he had won the car <laughs> in a contest. <laughs> and that's why he gave Jim Feinstein at Tustin Mazda a five-star Rating. That's a John Patterson store, and John's one of the best dealers I know of. He's got four dealerships in Southern California um, and, and just runs a phenomenal operation. If you get next week's newsletter, you're going to find out that the CX-5 was the only subcompact SUV that scored well on the new IIHS crash test from the side. It was the only one. And there's wow. a lot of, of subcompact SUVs out there. So subscribe today. We'll get you this week's today and next week's next Friday. Lease or buy. Call the CarPro. 1-800-926-7777. Pulling up to Mickey D's just for drinks? Oh, yeah, that's me. Nothing extra, just perfection and a straw. Coming in hot for the coldest cups on the block. Because there are drinks. Then there are drinks from McDonald's. Mix things up with any size lemonade or sweet tea for $1.49. Perfect with our classic fries. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. In a fast-paced world, every day brings new challenges and new opportunities. At Strayer University, we know a thing or two about getting and staying ahead of change. For over 130 years, We've been providing students like you with innovative tools and customized support. So you can find your way forward and always keep striving. Visit strayer.edu to learn more.
Sherry University is certified to operate in Virginia by CHEV and has many campuses, including at 2121 15th Street North in Arlington, Virginia.